get on your grind Cause there ain't no other way It's time to hustle Hi guys, you are tuned into the Lex Hustle Podcast, where every week, more like every other week, <laughs> we talk about following our dreams and living our best lives. My name is Lex Chappelle, and I am your host, and this is episode 22. And we are in February. Crazy, right? Oh, I forgot to do the um, sound effects. Hold on. Oh, not the womp womp. I need the... Shout out to me. Um, my name is Lex Chappelle and I'm addicted to Monopoly Go. I can't stop playing the game. Um, it definitely was random, but I had to let you guys know that. So if you have Monopoly Go and you're just like me, um, maybe we should start a support group. Yeah, it's real bad, but I do want to play the board game. Like, that's what happened. I went on Facebook, and I was like, I want to play Monopoly Go. And then my cousin, I didn't say Monopoly Go. I said, I want to play Monopoly. And then my cousin sent me a link to play Monopoly Go, and it's been up ever since. But I still want to play the board game, okay? That hasn't changed. Your girl's obsessed. Neil, Neil, let's get into it. I did take handy-dandy notes like I did not last week, but the week before. Shout out to Mia. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be a little bit organized this episode like we were the last episode. Affirmation this week actually comes from the Bible, yeah? 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, enough with the, the cheering sound effect. We get it. <laughs> we get it. You have a new machine. Enough. I know y'all, I'm sorry. So the affirmation is Matthew 5th chapter 14 verse. And it says, this is an easy to read version, just so you know. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. So I've been looking in the mirror and I'm like, I am the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. I'm destined for greatness. God told me who I am already. He's said it multiple times with the visions he's given me, with the ideas he's given me, and et cetera. He knows that I'm able to carry them out. I am, everything is already written. And what I think about when I hear this saying is build it and the people will come. That's what I think. Like God already gave you everything you need. Start building and he'll send the the people Baby, it's already built. You just ain't, you know what I mean? He already had it in his mind. He already knows that you can build it. So build that town, baby, because you can't be hidden. God's going to bring the people. You are the light of the world. Turn to your neighbor and say amen. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to repeat that. That is from Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. And what I thought I would do, because I am reading the ABCs of self-love, I introduced you guys to this book last week. I thought that every week I would share a new letter with you, yeah? 
and we can get through it together. I mean, I'm ahead of y'all, but you know what I'm saying? Just in case you haven't gotten around to getting a book or you just don't want to get the book, it's your prerogative, and it's your $5. Now, C, the four C's. Clarity, commitment, creation, and community. This is so good, y'all. And, of course, for every day, for the four parts, they have a um, journal. Oh, my God, my light just, like, went lighter. Uh, You know why my lighting? I was trying to figure out why my lighting wasn't lighting today and why I was doing the most. It's because I had the overhead light on. Uh, That's why it's so bright. Y'all, give me a second. Hold on. All right, so there's like a changing in the light. It's because I had the overhead light on. I didn't test it on my phone to see how it looks now. But I was trying to figure out when I was testing it earlier because I can mirror my camera on my phone. I'm like, why is it so bright? And it's because I had the overhead light on. Lord, save us now. Save us all, okay? We're on the four C's. And I'm just going to read this quickly and swiftly because it's so good. When choosing a diamond, there are four C's, cut, clarity, color, and carrot weight. When it comes, husband, you hear that? Oh, okay. When it comes to choosing yourself, there are four C's as well that together embody your self-love journey. The first C stands for clarity, which represents getting to know your authentic self, needs, wants, and goals. Clarity is the pathway to intentional living. It makes you happy. It makes your happiness something that isn't coincidental or fleeting, but rather a gift you give yourself by knowing and honoring yourself. Mm-hmm. The second C stands for commitment, which represents committing to daily practices that honor your true self and nurture your mind and body. Commitment is what transforms your clarity into manifestation, thoughts into action, dreams into waking life. Remember our 30-day challenge that I gave you guys last episode every day? Um, you know, focus on committing to your dreams and doing something to get you towards them. The third C is creation, magic. Do I have that little, that little wand? Let's see, y'all. Oh, not that. Oh, no, not that cricket. There it goes. Okay, crickets, hold up. Magic, the magic, which is what you manifest when you love and choose yourself daily. When you love and choose yourself daily, turn to your neighbor. That's gonna that's gonna be all that episode. Turn to your neighbor and say daily. And if you by yourself, look in the mirror and say daily. When you choose yourself daily. Mm. Creation is what happens when clarity and commitment come into alignment. You unlock parts of yourself you didn't even know existed, perhaps even the best parts. Come on. The fourth C is community. All right, just like this podcast, baby, we are a community. Which is what you will cultivate around you to support and celebrate your commitment to yourself, your clarity, your creations. Because self-love is not a solo expedition, okay? Exactly the opposite. When you move through the world from a place of self-love and worth, you seek out human connection and others who are also on a similar journey. Hey, (laughs) y'all. You choose yourself and as a result are whole enough to deeply connect with each other. Mm. And of course, like I said, for different days, you have different journals. I'll share the first journal 
Uh, day one, clarity. Spend 15 minutes first thing in the morning journaling in response to these prompts. And it says, I am, I need, I want, I believe, I know, I can, and I will. I will be successful. I can have a happy relationship and a thriving relationship. I know I'm destined for greatness. I believe what God says that I am and who God made me to be. Come on. Um, so, yeah, it was just different prompts. Such, uh, I would say it's just such an amazing thing to do in the morning. I think journaling is just so therapeutic. And to have guided journaling, that's what I call it when you're already given the prompts. It's just even better. And then I also have the Bible in 52 Weeks, which is also a journal prompt Bible study. Oh, chef's kiss. And I also got that from Five and Below. Mm-hmm. Five and Below, send your girl a check, okay? Because one thing I'm doing is I'm letting them know that the $5 will get you far. Turn to your neighbor and say far. So for this week's topic, yes, we're getting right into it, yeah? Because we don't have a lot of time. I don't want to hold you up. Is all about generosity. Turn to your neighbor and say generosity. Generosity. Amen. Now, generosity. A lot of people don't like to hear about being generous. And I'm not, you know, somebody that's going to pump and pry you. Why am I acting like I'm preaching a servant? <laughs> Amen. I'm not somebody that's going to milk, okay, um, you out or to do anything, okay? This is not getting a line if you can give 100. Oh, we need 100 more dollars. We need a 1,000 more dollars. I don't like those. I don't like those. Why is people, you already know people blow me up when I um do the episode. But anyway, I never liked those growing up when I was in church simply because how are you trying to force people to give? Like it should never be that way. Like it should be one offering. You should literally pray that God puts on their heart what they need to give. They give it and boom. Like you don't gotta rat you don't have to pull my faith out of me, honey. I already talked to God. I already know how much I'm giving. Don't and then also I hated the lines because it felt felt like the lines were more superior than one. Like, oh, a hundred dollars, oh, we got a thousand dollar line. These people giving a thousand dollars, these people like their faith was bigger than the people that was giving a hundred dollars. Let's be clear. They might have had ten thousand dollars in their account and they only give a thousand dollars. The person literally probably had a hundred ten in their account and they give a hundred dollars. So Let's be clear. But this topic about generosity, it just like every topic, when I tell you it just is given to me like all week because this journey that I'm on, like I know I'm destined for greatness. It's just a struggle that I fight with every day to get things done and to get on that path. And it's a struggle. It's a daily struggle if I'm being honest. Um, And I'm always looking for clarity from the Lord. And, you know, just self-help books and et cetera of how to get myself on the right path. So I'm working constantly. So I'm just like, Lord, I'm working and you're assisting me. How can I assist others? Give me something that will bless someone else or assist someone else on their search, on their journey to greatness. So this week, generosity literally came up more. When I tell you, it just up and down my timeline. And I was like, all right, 
calm down, God. Like, you, you're doing too much, all right? You're beating it upside my head. Let's simmer, simmer. Who got the keys to the bimmer? Like, it's just, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, the topic generosity. And to be prosperous, you also have to be generous. Amen. To be prosperous, you also have to be generous. And a lot of y'all got your fists on close. Like, how can you even receive anything if, if your fist is always, if your hand is always closed? Make it make sense. Like, nobody can put anything in it. Like, your fist is closed. Nothing can. And one thing nobody's going to do is pry open your fist to put something in it. Like, that's not going to happen. Sorry to tell you. And there's two stories or that I kind of want to review this week that got brought to my attention. One was Amanda Seals. Love her. She was on Instagram and she posted about how as she gets older, she realized that certain people or some people think they're giving people, but they only give when it benefits them. Ooh, I almost fell out my seat. <laughs> They only give when it benefits them. And this, when I tell you it hit me like a ton of bricks, because I used to be like this, like, what am I getting? Like, I don't mind giving, but what am I getting? Thank God that the Lord delivered me. And he delivered me when I was dating a guy like that. Like, it's like he will only give me something or, you know, when it benefit him. Like, it was all good. We could eat out every day if he was eating out too. Or, like, if I needed a charger, he'll go get himself an Apple charger from the Apple store and go to Five and Below to get me a charger. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> Child. But if he could use the charger, too, maybe it would be an Apple charger. You see what I mean? Like, come on, church. Yeah, there's just been many situations where I've seen people that, oh, yeah, 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 you can have, you can have, you can have. But it kind of boosted their own ego or for them to tell it later. Like, oh, yeah, I gave her that. Oh, yeah, I did this. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. She wouldn't have had it if I didn't. So you're giving to people so you can boast about it. So you can feel better about yourself. And it's not out like of the kindness of your heart. Watch yourself. Really watch yourself. So I was like, ooh, Lord, that's a message. So when I came down my timeline, I'm like, okay. People can say they're generous because they give, but is it, are you really giving it out to the kindness of your heart? Um, so I feel like God put that on my timeline because he's like, okay, when you talk about generosity, it's not only about giving, it's how is your heart, how is your posture when you're giving? Um, and then, oh my gosh, the Keefley story. If you guys are under a rock, you won't know about this story and it's okay because you have me to tell you the story. Okay. Because there's a blessing in it. So Keefley, he's a food critic. He goes around and, you know, rates food, you know, on a scale of one to 10, I'll tell you how it is. And he has blessed many small businesses by his reviews. Um, those that have maybe been struggling because of marketing or just because they're a small business and they're not able to get the word out. Or they may need improvement with their food. Um, nine times out of ten, their food is great. It's just a, a marketing issue. Or it could be a deeper issue 
And I'm going to tell you about that deeper issue. So he's visiting Dallas. He goes to a food truck. And usually when he says, oh, I'm going, my next food tour is going to be in Dallas. Small businesses make videos like, Keith Lee, come by, see me. Blah, 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 blah. Because it's a such thing as a Keith Lee effect. If he reviews your business, give you a great reviews, you're going to be busy. People will believe his word. He has millions of followers on TikTok. So they beg him to come. He comes by this food truck in Dallas it's like in a gas station they got a braider and a barber it's low-key hood but turn to your neighbor and say that's where the best food is I'm not even gonna lie honey and I like a little sometimes you know what I'm saying I like I like the piano music playing in the background you know what I'm saying and you sipping with one pinky up I like that sometimes but sometimes honey I like to go I like to go down, down and with a hanky pink. Yeah, I don't want to talk about but anyway. So he gets there. He reviews the food. The food is good. He talks about the pricing. The pricing was a little, you know, much. And it later comes out that she upped her prices just in case Keith Lee came. Greed. Okay, that's number one. Number two, Keith Lee paid for his food. Then he blessed her with $4,000. in which he told her to keep to herself, $1,000 to pay the barber, $1,000 to pay the braider. And then he also gave $852, I believe, on top of that. I think it was $852 to make sure that people would eat after he left, like so to give out free food. What did she do? She did not give $1,000 to the braider. She did not give $1,000 to the barber. She kept the whole $4,000. She did not use the $852 to give out free plates. She gave out two plates after Keith Lee left, and then she said, no, they got to start paying again. He rated her food as great, good. She could have had a line out the door, but what did she do? She let her greed get in the way. And it was such a big thing because it's like, what I thought about that is a lot of people try to decide how God's going to bless people. She was like, her excuse was the braider and the um, barber, they weren't with me. So why didn't you tell Keith Lee that when he told you what to do with the $4,000? And then Keith Lee made a video and said, I don't think it's the food or the marketing. It's a deeper issue there. And I'm like, yeah. It's a deeper, deeper, deeper issue there. It's the greed. And God is not going to bless or increase your territory. Literally, God gave you a taste of what could happen if you are obedient and you fumbled the ball because you didn't want to do what he literally sent Keith Lee to do. Like he sent Keith Lee to bless you and bless others. But you decided that they didn't deserve and that you could take your matters into, you know what I mean? To God, God, how God was going to bless them into your own hands. And that also reminded me of not only was it the greed. Woo. That also reminded me about the story of um, Sarah. Like you're telling Hagar she can have your baby and you taking your matters matters into your own hands about how God's going to give Abraham a child. Did God tell you to do that? No. And it literally backfired in your face because Hagar thinks she's better than you now. Of course, the angel had to be like, you better go back there and you better um, respect her. But, like, you thought you could take matters into your own hands and it bought you more hell. 
Like, what are we really doing? So, um, whew, that story really got to blessing me because I'm just like, even if you're out here praying and asking for God to bless you and et cetera, like your greed and your short-sightedness literally could block your blessings. So are we giving with a grateful heart? Are we being generous? Or are we out here walking around with greed? Because he can't increase our territory. He can't bless us if we're out here with a fist, our fist just by our wayside. And so that's the thing that I really wanted to talk about today. Like, how are you preparing yourself for God to increase your territory and to bless you if you're not being generous to others? And it's not only monetarily. Like, it could be generous with your time. And that is subjective because time is limited, child. But if you know somebody needs something and you, you... And they just need somebody to talk to or need somebody to hear from or just sit with and maybe not talk. Then go be with them. Be generous with your resources. If you have something that somebody needs, give it to them. And it's not going to take you out the way and it's not going to do harm to you. And it's literally nothing. Give it to them. Because we're elevating into a new level. We know that what we give, God's going to give back so much more over. It doesn't mean anything to us. Because we're going to get it back. And this is so, I know y'all, I told y'all I was addicted to Monopoly. But another thing which is so crazy is every time somebody steals from my Monopoly bank, I used to get so pissed at the beginning, those little heists. I'm like, not too much on me. Why you keep stealing from me? But then what's crazy is I would open up a gift or I would do, I would land on something and I would get that money back. Or if not more. And I'm just like, woo, God's going to get it back. Like nothing's ever lost. It may be a lesson, but God's going to make sure that I get it back. And you need to have that confidence and be generous. I've never been like a big tithes per- person. I've always been like, okay, I'm going to take my 20%. I'm going to invest the 10%. And then the other 10%, I'm going to invest into the world. Because during COVID, I felt like churches should have stood up a little bit more like People give your, and I feel like, well, the example would be COVID. Like a lot of churches did not jump to the occasion for me. And it's like, you have church mothers that needed supplies and you weren't able to go out and give them supplies and they pay their tithes faithfully. So I just rather give my tithes, cut out the middle man. <laughs> not saying the church is the middle man, but you know what I mean? Like just give it straight to the saints. Like, if mother, you know, so-and-so needs something, I'm giving it. If somebody, if I need to pay for somebody's lunch, I do it. Like, I just give generously. I've been in a season of giving anyway. I've told y'all this. And my territory has increased multiple times. Like, I never have to worry about how my bills are getting paid or where it's coming from. Like, I just don't worry anymore. And since I've been like that and I'm just, like, giving, like, I've never been like, oh, my God, I don't have it. No. God's always give it to me. So I always give because even if it's like, oh, it's my last, I know that God's going to give it back like tenfold. He always does. And that's the mindset you have. And when I think about people that I see that are struggling, people that I know, I'm just like, mm, are they generous or is everything all about them all the time or what you can do for them? And it's always them, one, being in a victim mindset and two, 
them not giving out the resources. All right, so the takeaways this week that I had is how are you preparing yourself for the life that you are or you want to inherit? And y'all, Luke be looking, okay? I was in Luke again this week, and I came across the seed parable, and I'm just going to look at my notes on my phone because I don't want to mess it up. One was the seed fell beside the path, so you just like, mm, you're not really caring. Let the devil in. Stop thinking about it. Just whatever. Seed fell on the rock. You believe for a while, but as soon as trouble comes, you turn away from God. That used to be me. I've elevated. <laughs> I've elevated. It's not the best. It's not It's not a great elevation, but um, I would say I'm thorny weeds now. Thorny weeds is... You let life's trials and tribulations stop you from growing. Hello. You get in your own way. But it's okay, because guess who's ready to, um, what do they call that when you're um, in your garden? Weeding? Yeah. I'm about to weed um, out these thorns, okay? Because we got to start growing, all right? And then good grounds. That's where we all want to be. Come on. are you? Do you have good grounds? Okay, do you have good grounds? Yes or no? Yay or nay? Um, And be honest. (laughs) Good grounds is basically you hear God's word with a good, honest heart and you apply it. Yeah, so um, that was my takeaways this week. It's just basically trying to get to good grounds. I am throwing weeds right now, okay? I'm trying to elevate to good grounds. In Jesus' name, amen. And then the 30-day challenge, I have been working every day towards my goal. And I do want to drop a podcast every week. But what I am holding myself accountable to, as I said, like, sometimes you got to do baby steps. If you could do every other week, you are getting somewhere. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm so proud of myself because I've been every other week. Yes. I'm proud of you, Lex. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Lex. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, how is your 30-day challenge going? Are you working towards your goals every day? Are you? And be honest with yourself, because listen, you ain't got to lie to me. I mean, you can lie to me, but the person you really need to be honest with is yourself because you're only hurting yourself. All right. But that was today's episode. I felt like it went so smoothly. I also felt like I just was just talking up a storm. But I thank you guys for being with me. And you know the drill and you know the deal. Make sure you share this podcast to anyone that needs a little bit of self-help, yeah, and a little bit of accountability, yeah, because we're getting these goals done in 2024. My name is Lex Chappelle, and I'm your host. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, bye. Oh, and tell a friend, tell a friend.